0: The Sons and Daughters Podcast. Discover and walk in the life that Jesus lives inside of you. Hosted by Andy and Tina Hainer, leaders of Full Speed Impact Ministry.
1: Hi, welcome to the Sons and Daughters Podcast. I'm Tina Hainer, and this is my loving, gifted, Amazing
0: husband, Andy. Hey, it's so good to be here. I'm glad to have such a loving, gifted, amazing wife. Um, <laughs> it is amazing what God does in us and through us uh, in Jesus Christ. Because I tell you what, if you have known us and observed us in our first five years of marriage, you probably would have wondered if we were going to make it. <laughs> um, but God has really changed a lot in our marriage, and He has uh, done that by uh, a lot of it by the topic that we're going to discuss today is having a, a Christ-centered view of life, re- ministry and relationships. Um, you know, last week we talked about becoming a disciple maker. And if there's one thing that I've seen is that sometimes uh, people go through this shift. You know, they, they, when they see themselves as needy and growing and the weaker one, um, they relate to the world and to other people in one way. But as soon as they um, start to see themselves as the responsible one, the the strong one, the ministering one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that if we're not careful, um, there's some uh, pitfalls on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, of thinking, you know, well, I know what's right, and you don't know what's right, and you know, and,
1: I know better. And yeah, just mm-hmm. some
0: expectations that can creep in. Um, you know, I've, I've observed this at different points in my life as a father of, of realizing know, it's really easy to be mm. sweet and gracious and forgiving to your toddler. But what about your teenager? You know, <laughs> uh, why is it that, uh, okay. we tend to get harder, uh, on, on, mm. on people and, and our children and, uh, and other people, if you're not careful, um, we can have different kinds of lenses like that. And, um. Uh, we wanted to talk about that. And a lot of the, what prompts this is the last few weeks, I've just been saturating myself in Paul's letter to the first Corinthians, mm. first uh, uh, to the Corinthians, the first letter, especially. And um, what I've been blown away with was one, how screwed up this church was, and two, <laughs> how utterly Christ centered. Paul was in his ministry to them. Mm-hmm. He didn't grow discouraged. I mean, he, At he
1: them to Jesus. Yeah, if Jesus you didn't, in them. if
0: you didn't read the first chapter, you you'd wonder how it started. Did it? But did Paul start out of frustration, anger, whatever? Because um, mm-hmm. you know, he he writes in First Corinthians that he had he's already wrestled with wild beasts in Ephesus, so he was not <laughs> in an easy point in his life. In 2 Corinthians, he says that my previous letter I wrote to you through tears. Mm-hmm. So he is literally weeping his way through the mm-hmm. entire letter of 1 mm-hmm. Corinthians. Mm-hmm. And you don't quite pick up on that because it's so cotton-pick and practical. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you begin to sort of see this constant drumbeat of who you who the Corinthians are in Christ and what God's vision for the average saint every saint for that church uh in all his his church his bride what his what his vision for us is you begin to realize that how heartbreaking all this stuff is Mm -hmm. Um, so Mm -hmm. one of the the first thing that amazes me is that that he says that um you have been sanctified in christ jesus saints by calling (laughs) <laughs> Even yeah.
1: though they were really messed up. Exactly. He's calling out who they are. Yes. They're and sanctified. he's already
0: calling them sanctified. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and then, not, not sanctified by your behavior, but no, sanctified in Christ, Christ Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. I remember as a young Christian being taught you're saved by grace. But after you're saved by grace, you
1: work really hard
0: to get sanctified. (laughs) And that's how that's your own growth and holiness. But here he's saying you're sanctified in in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then he uses a similar word in the Greek. You are holy ones. You're saints. Mm -hmm. You are set apart ones. Not just that you're called to be that, but you are called that.
1: Yeah, you, you you are holy. Yeah,
0: you are. And, uh, And then you go, you'd have never thought that the letter started that way if you'd have started in the middle. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because listen to some of the stuff this church was doing. First of all, they were dividing Mm -hmm. the entire church into a fight about who's the best minister. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they were all this competition, you know, I'm for Paul, I'm for Peter, I'm for Apollos. Forget it. We're We're not for any of them. We're for Jesus. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so you always got some that are just so holy, you know, (laughs) Um, but they were all wrong. They were all wrong, uh, because of the attitude with which even the ones that said, "Well, we're we're all about Jesus," they they were unreceptive and still had a superiority mindset.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That
0: that's still. they still exists. divided.
1: There's still divisions.
0: There was immorality that was to such a degree that it was even unheard of amongst the pagans, and the church was tolerating it, almost look celebrating. How, look, look how gracious and tolerant we,
1: we are! Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I mean they would have had the the uh, the gay pride flag flying mm-hmm. in front of the church, probably, mm-hmm. of you know all all sinners are welcome here, and giving the impression that sin has no consequence, morality no issue Doesn't here.
1: Doesn't matter, right?
0: Um. Perhaps you know, maybe they would not have. I'm not sure. Uh, they were suing each other in law court in in mm-hmm. with lawsuits
1: instead of working it out between them. Yep.
0: taking it to court. Some of them were still visiting prostitutes and saying, you know, it's just physical, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's it just, has nothing no. to do with the spirit. It's just like going to the chiropractor or or the dentist, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, you 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 need to get your teeth cleaned. You know, I need to you know you can take care of my sexual needs. It's nothing. Important. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you had some that w- were forbidding marriage. <laughs> they weren't letting their daughters get married. They weren't letting. People whose husbands and wives had divorced them because of coming to Christ to get remarried, uh, they were just forbidding marriage because Paul talked about how important yeah. it is just to lay your life down for the gospel. Mm-hmm. If you has a, have a husband, have a wife, act as if you don't, you don't have one because right. the time is pressing. You know, it's you don't just. Singles
1: where it's at.
0: Yeah. I mean, that he, he just elevated his ministry. And I think just like today, there was nothing wrong with what he said, but there was something wrong with how everybody took, took it. it. Sure. <laughs> Um, some were still eating at idol feasts, you know, they would have a pagan celebration that was literally a pagan celebration and they're sitting there eating and people were getting troubled by that. Um, they were fighting over head coverings because in Corinth, it was a very interesting situation. You had all kinds of different cultures. You had the Roman culture. You had the Greek culture. You had um, slaves that were from the barbarian nations that had just recently been conquered mm-hmm. by Rome and had been dispersed in the midst of them. And, so and you, you and you had the there. Jews. <laughs> and they all had particular um, uh, practices in their own cultures about head Head coverings coverings. that when the women had to wear them, some didn't, some uh, were optional, some were very strict. You know, it it would be like if the Amish and the Baptists got together in the charismatics, Uh, you know, you got the Amish men, the women always keep their head covered, but Mm -hmm. especially after they get married. Right. Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Right. In some African cultures, uh, in uh, Mm -hmm. Arab Mm cultures, similar type type things. things where these are sending messages. Well, they're trying to f- to elevate their own cultural uh, ideas about this to the front. And Paul says, listen, we don't have any practice like this in any of the churches. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be contentious about this, we just don't have that practice. Um, they were abusing the Lord's Supper, mm-hmm. little cliques.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so the rich making, people were getting together. together
1: and making the poor feel even
0: worse. Yeah, You can't eat our food. Mm-hmm. You didn't bring anything and they're like oh, i thought this was about jesus and yeah, you're right i don't have any food mm-hmm. or the food that they brought you know was had inferior. been junk picked <laughs> mm-hmm. on the way to the on the way to the feast uh mm-hmm. nobody wanted to eat it they were abusing spiritual gifts so the very thing that god intended to build up the body of christ the same way that they were having a competition amongst their favorite ministers, now competition the competition of the gifts. Yeah, the assemblies had become a competition. Hey, look at me prophesy! Watch how I speak in tongues. You know, mm-hmm. and just it was just a, a craziness going on there. And then to top it all off, you had some that were teaching. There was no resurrection, and mm-hmm. Paul calls them. Saints, saints and holy, holy ones <laughs> holy smokes so, so i'm just uh amazed as i'm listening to this and watching this of a couple things one is that i see in this jesus washing the disciples feet
1: mm-hmm. that
0: you know how in the in the last supper uh the disciples all came together and they're custom was that when you came in from a hard day walking that there would be a servant there a to wash everyone's thing. feet mm-hmm. there was no servant they all looked around they saw the they saw the basin they saw the towel they saw the water it was available but, but there no was no servant mm-hmm. so who's going to take the role of a servant well they all look at each other and they come up with this secret agreement listen i'm not going to expect you to wash my feet don't you ask don't me to wash your yours <laughs> <laughs> and Jesus noticed this, but he goes in and sits down and he carries on with the meal. And then he gets up from supper and then he begins to wash feet. And then he tells him, listen, this is not just a foot washing. This is a demonstration of the kind of love that I Mm -hmm. want you to have for one Mm -hmm. another. Because I tell you, you're already clean because of the word that I've spoken for you. But you need... To let me keep your feet, feet clean.
1: clean. You know,
0: so basically,
1: the place that touches the earth.
0: That's right. Our bodies mm-hmm. pick up dirt, pick
1: up dirt, pick up filth.
0: But and our spirits clean. Mm-hmm. Right. And so his We're definition united. of us mm-hmm. doesn't say, okay, you're dirty feet. But yet the same. So he says, you're already clean. But, but
1: I want to wash off, but it's not you.
0: Yeah. So there's dirt on mm-hmm. you that isn't you, mm-hmm. but I'm my definition isn't you, but that doesn't fit who you really are. Right.
1: And that's what Paul's doing in First Corinthians. He's got to address it. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's one thing. It, it's mm-hmm. hard to thread this needle because on the one hand, you have sloppy grace where um, basically, not only do you have the grace teaching, but you have no teaching on holiness, no teaching mm-hmm. on empowerment mm-hmm. or victory. Um, and so it's almost it, as It borders if, on
1: that. Should we sin so that grace abounds?
0: Exactly. This, this, this. Or sin doesn't matter sure. anymore mm-hmm. uh, because it's all been paid for. Um A
1: high price.
0: And so it throws out commands like be holy in all your behavior because God is who, mm-hmm. who uh, you know, uh, in fact, in first Peter, it says, if you call God, the father, uh, your father, the one who judges all men impartially conduct yourselves in fear knowing that mm-hmm. He doesn't show partiality mm-hmm. and, the, and the cost of the blood that He paid for you, right? Mm-hmm. So that's almost like takes the whole positional thing that, oh, sin doesn't matter because we call God our Father. He calls us children, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, now your behavior really matters. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very interesting threading that needle of seeing who God calls us to be and never flinching back on that and not, not exploding in frustration. I mean, Jesus... He he sat there watching these bozos.
1: Be stubborn and prideful. And he he knew mm-hmm. the pressure
0: of what was coming. Mm-hmm. He was about to put the church in their hands. Mm-hmm. He knows he's going to the cross within, you know, 24 hours, 32 hours at mm-hmm. most. I don't know how long it actually took, but pretty quick. Yep. And uh and these guys are still monkeying around in Luke's gospel, it tells us they were still arguing over who's the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> uh and Jesus gets up and starts washing feet and uh, knowing that he's come from the Lord, that he's going back to the Father and the Father and then in all things into his hands. So he knew his own identity. He wasn't getting, he, mm-hmm. it's is so important, he didn't get his identity from his ministry. Mm-mm. So it wasn't about him. It was really about them and God. Now, that I think I see in Paul so much because, I mean, good Grief, the guy was great at planting churches, mm-hmm. he could have just gone and just planted more. more said, sh- yeah, these th- guys th- these are, are hopeless, like,
1: just crumple that one up, more, throw it away, and
0: more trouble than they're worth. Yeah, we'll
1: just start over. We do, <laughs> yeah, but, <mm-mm>. yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, it's, it's almost a mother's love.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's so many uh parents that we've met that have children that are just going through it, you know, for one reason or another, Mm -hmm. you know, addicted to heroin, just making terrible, terrible decisions, Mm -hmm. destroying their lives. And everybody around them is like, you know, just kick them out and don't ever let them come back and Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. You know, and maybe sometimes that's the right decision. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but you just see this mother's love of always believing. There's still some good in them. There's Mm -hmm. still some hope and we just still need to try to be there for them. Mm -hmm. Um, And you just see that with Paul that, that the, the saints were in his heart, that once God had shown them to Paul who they truly were, Paul mm-hmm. couldn't Precious, get rid of it. He right. couldn't shake mm-hmm. it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he talks yeah. about
1: how that carried the burden of all the churches that out planted, you know, and this is one of them. Yeah. Like he, he carried them in his heart. I think that's mm-hmm. one of the challenges,
0: you know, the, the difference, Paul said, you know, you have many teachers, but not many fathers. fathers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think the difference between a teacher, you know, I'll send my kids to school and they'll have a good teacher. Um, but you know what? If those kids get kidnapped, their teacher is not going to be the one uh, staying Hanging up the day and night, looking, paying, you know, um, sweating it out. There's going to be mm-hmm. a whole different level of connection. And I, you know, honestly, a father can teach. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but a teacher's not always a father. No. Mm-hmm. And, and the difference is love and degree of love. Like, um, you know, it was neat to me to realize how love really unites us. And God began mm-hmm. to show me this as being a father. It's like, you can't bless me. Or you can't bless my child without blessing, blessing me.
1: Yeah, You can't right. hurt my child without, without hurting me. me. Mm-hmm.
0: Love literally makes... You connected, connected with them mm-hmm. uh, in, in such the a substantial signs. way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know, uh, and, and I see that so much in Paul in his ministry with the Corinthians. And in a, what's neat is to look past Paul because Paul said, it's not me, but Christ living in me. Uh, mm-hmm. The same way Jesus said, I'm only speaking to you what I've seen and heard with my father, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Paul's only speaking to them what he's seen. You, you are saints God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ abound with grace towards you you if you just saw who you were to him you need to see that and that's why I'm writing this letter yeah. um, you know and, and that's that's the neat thing and the first thing he did you know besides just commend them as saints and he, he said you are saints along with all those who call, call on, on the, the Lord, Lord uh, everywhere Amen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and so that's kind of a cool thing. The first thing he did was all this competition. He just crushed it right there. It's like you're one. You call on the same Lord with oh, all the saints. Right. The only thing that makes you special. And, and I think that's a problem. You know, different churches, when you get in this competitive mindset, different churches try to compete with one another. Mm. And they're like, this is what makes us special. We have this youth program, or we have this youth minister, we have this worship Worshiping. minister, right. mm-hmm. um, you know, we have this pastor. Mm-hmm. And it becomes, in America especially, in, mm-hmm. in Africa, man, all over the world, it becomes kind of this uh, competition. Who's got the best building? Who's mm-hmm. got the most buses and most people? And we need to just back off and realize <clears throat> um, these externals mean nothing to God. No. We are one body because we call on one Lord.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that, that takes a lot of pressure off yeah. uh, in a lot of ways when you realize, hey, I'm not competing with the church down the road. I'm not competing with the guy on the other end of the pew trying to be a better prophet or a better disciple maker you do you, but do it with a view towards being a member of the universal body of Christ.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. And love is what centers us Amen. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we talk about you know, I don't know if you're ready to, to move on, but you know, further on in, in Corinthians after he's addressing these these problems, you know, he's talking about the gifts and mm-hmm. you know and how there needs to be order and this kind of thing. And then he plants First Corinthians thirteen right in the middle Smack of it. Dab you, in yeah. The middle. And and uh, you know, um, as as much as we um, are blessed by the gifts and, and love love the gifts and mm-hmm. are and ministered to, um, you know, it, it's it's love um and deepening in love that actually grows the character of Christ in us. Yeah, you know he Jesus exercised all the gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but it but it was his love that that really gave them power and yeah. and um, and that uh that connects us to him. Yeah, you know
0: that's so true. So. Yeah, you know um, it, it's I one of the things I like to say. Is that exercising your gift never blesses anybody? Mm. Your your gift is is a tool of love,
1: right? Because he said, if you if I have tongues of men and angels but have not love, I'm like a loud gong, clanging symbol. Yeah, and any of those prophecy, faith, any of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: It, you can exercise your gift until you're blue in the face and you're going to never bless a soul. Yeah. It's when you start loving like God loves mm-hmm. that you become a blessing. Yeah. Your your gifts really aren't much. Um, mm-hmm. And it's amazing to me how, for some reason, the charismatic wing of the church has taken 1 Corinthians as almost the battle cry of this is, you know, they take 1 Corinthians 12 leave out 13 and then go to 14 and like, this is what we want to see in the church. And, and most of, most of 12, 13, and 14 is actually a big correction. Mm -hmm. Paul never was trying to get them to discover their gifts. Mm -hmm. Paul was trying to get them to realize, use
1: your gift to love. Yes. (laughs) And
0: that I think they were finding their identity in their gifts. Sure. You know, this this makes and, me special, and that
1: I do it more than you. I don't
0: need you. Mm-hmm. You don't need. You know, mm-hmm. you're not part of us because you. You know, you're an eye, and I'm a tongue, mm-hmm. or I'm a hand, and you're a foot. You know, I'm in
1: the youth ministry, or I'm on the worship team, and you're just right. doing childcare. or, you meet, <laughs> or <in laughs> that, you, meet you meet in
0: that home across town. You know, and they were starting mm-hmm. to divide over these things and find their identity in things that they thought made them different. Instead of realizing, no, Paul in 1 Corinthians 12, over and over, many operations, same spirit, many, Mm -hmm. many functions, functions, same spirit, Mm -hmm. many members, one body. And he's Mm -hmm. trying to call them not to identify their gifts, but to identify the spirit, Mm -hmm. identify Mm -hmm. Christ in the body and themselves as Mm -hmm. part of that. Isn't that
1: interesting? I I remember years ago, it was real popular to... um, to do the spiritual gifts yep. test, you know, and that, and it's it's good to know, you know, to see it, to recognize it manifesting in but your filling life. Filling
0: out bubbles isn't but even the best way to do that.
1: No, um, <laughs> it's what it's what you observe, what you're what you're doing, and um, yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, that to, to instead of spending so much time trying to figure that out, just to say you know what, if I just love, yeah. <laughs> if I just love my neighbor as myself, if I love my brother, if I love my sister, um, that stuff's going to work itself out. Yeah. You know, you'll have what you need when you need it. If it's um, a prayer of faith or if it's a word of prophecy, word of knowledge or whatever, you're going to have that. Um, mm. if, if love is forefront.
0: Yeah. And, and I would say, you know, as long as, so putting love at the forefront, That is the driving passion and motive of our life. Um, And then you can see spiritual gifts in the operation of the Holy Spirit in a right framework, because now Mm -hmm. it's not about you. It's about other people Mm -hmm. and about God and what He can do. So I like to encourage people, listen, um, don't limit yourself to what you see as your gift. I was just reading, you know, how in, in 1 Corinthians 14, very interesting passage, because Paul says, if you speak in a tongue, pray so that you can interpret. You know what that tells me? That if you're not currently operating in interpretation, you can pray right, and, you'll, and get you'll get it. So when he says, earnestly desire the spiritual gifts and go after them, but pursue love, Pursuing. right? Mm-hmm. So what, what your pursuit is, is love. That, that is mm-hmm. my purpose. That is my end goal in everything. Mm -hmm. But then I earnestly desire the gifts. Why? So that I can love you better.
1: better. And Mm -hmm. and so
0: if you're pursuing on that track, there is no spiritual gift that God withholds from you. God withholds no good thing from those who walk uprightly. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is different than I had always been told, you know, because I was always looking at this in terms of you get one gift, You figure out what it is so you can use Use it. it.
1: Mm -hmm. Right.
0: But here's the interesting thing. Paul tells people, no, if you speak in tongues, but don't interpret, pray Pray so that you can. Um, And he
1: says also about, he talks about prophecy, you know, that I would rather that you, the church prophesy more because that's what love, it builds people up. That's the most
0: edifying gift when it comes to the body. Right. Yet it's not wrong, and so we need to understand first of all, Paul has in view um, their function in the mm-hmm. assembly primarily. Uh, so when you get to these passages where it says, you know, in the church, God has appointed first of all apostles, second prophets, then teachers, then he, workers of miracles, et cetera. And then he goes on and says, all are not all are not prophets, all do not, pro-, you know, all, all are not all apostles, etc. Um, all do not heal, Um, all do not speak in tongues. Keep in mind, the context is in any one given meeting. Mm -hmm. Everybody's not going to do the same Mm -hmm. thing. But he's not saying some cannot. Some can't speak in tongues,
1: some can't. But at the same time,
0: what's interesting is that he identified, he said, you know, if you're functioning in the wrong way, you're all speaking in tongues. If the unbelieving or the ungifted are among you. Mm-hmm. So here's the neat thing about it. He acknowledges that in the body of Christ, you have some there are that, some that are not functioning at yeah. that time mm-hmm. for whatever reason in certain gifts. Doesn't and,
1: mean they can or couldn't and ever. They will be
0: put off though. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing is that you can exercise even legitimate spiritual gifts. In a way that will put off other people mm-hmm. and that will be unedifying. It alienates them. Yes. They
1: don't understand what's going on. And if mm-hmm. you're like,
0: oh, well, you don't understand, but I'm going to do it click. anyway. Because it's a
1: superiority. And, yeah.
0: And that mm-hmm. was what Paul was correcting. Addressing, that is yeah. not love. You be patient. Mm-hmm. You be kind. Mm-hmm. You bear all things, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and this is particularly in a public meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's important. Uh, I believe that we can be equipped by gifted ministers to function in the things that they're functioning in. Mm-hmm. For example, you know, when Ephesians four, when Paul gives a list up, you know. Uh, God has given gifts to the body of Christ, apostles, prophets, teachers, pastor, teachers, evangelists Mm -hmm. to equip the saints to do the works of ministry. That means that an apostle should be equipping the saints to function apostolically, meaning,
1: yeah, being sent out, being on Mm -hmm. mission,
0: everyday missionaries, walking in the fullness of Christ, um, prophets equip the saints to hear God and to speak forth spontaneous Mm -hmm. revelation of encouragement and blessing, um, evangelists. They don't do all the evangelizing for the body. They, they equip the saints the to do the evangelism.
1: Ways Pastors
0: and so. pastor teachers—they equip the body to care for one another mm-hmm. and to build one another up in the Word. Mm-hmm. That is so important. So I see this, and uh, all of that to say, all you got all this diversity and functioning gifts, and I think we get a little sidetrack about that. Um, but Paul says this amazing thing: First Corinthians twelve, twelve. For even as the body is one and yet has many members and all the members of the body, though they are many are one body, so also is Christ. Now I was reading this and I was reading this slow and I was like, Mm -hmm. you would expect him to say, so also is the church Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: he's teaching them that the church is one body. But whose body are we? We're the body Body of Christ. Christ. Mm -hmm. And so he just bypasses saying the body of Christ and says, so also is Christ. Christ is a many membered body. Mm -hmm. He is head and body. And Mm -hmm. oftentimes we forget that the the spiritual gifts are not to manifest spiritual gifts. Spiritual gifts are given to us so that we can manifest Christ.
1: Christ. Absolutely.
0: So on the one end of the church, you got charismania mm-hmm. that has just gone headlong for just manifesting gifts of the Spirit, to not edifying uh, for a lot of people. Um, and then you've got the other end of the church. That is so put off by this that they they want to forbid it. They want to forbid. They want to do what the scriptures say. Don't don't, do. don't, forget, don't forget. Don't forbid them. prophecy. Don't forbid speaking in mm-hmm. tongues. You can't disobey that. Mm-hmm. You can't disobey that. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I I love my brothers and sisters in Christ who tell me that um, that it's no longer useful or whatever. But you can't act as if Paul is against any spiritual gift. He said, Mm -hmm. I speak in tongues more than all of you. I wish you all spoke in tongues. And Mm -hmm. that's under the inspiration of the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. That's that's God's longing. It's Mm -hmm. good for you, Mm -hmm. right?
1: It builds you up. Personally. Mm-hmm. Not
0: for the church. I mean, right. good grief. It doesn't help anybody, anybody. Right. <laughs> unless it's interpreted. Mm-hmm. But for you personally, it can be very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish you all did it. I do it more than all of you, you know. Mm. <laughs> um, and so Paul just kind of turns their competition against oh. them. You know? <laughs> good. You all lose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the winner. <laughs>
0: Stop competing because <laughs> you're all losers compared to me. <laughs> um, it was a little undercut jab, I think, mm, to try to snap them out of it, this. Right. You know, Do you realize
1: like, how ridiculous she's on? Like.
0: Even in that matrix, you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, here's the the thing: is that on the one hand, you've got those that are trying to manifest every spiritual gift without edification or, or constraint, even by the scriptures. And then you've got others that are going way beyond the scriptures, trying to rule everything out. But right in the middle is this: let's manifest Jesus mm-hmm. in all of His fullness. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that? It's not just gifts. It's love. It's love, mm-hmm. it's love but love with power, love mm-hmm. with divine insight. It's supernatural love mm-hmm. is the best way to, to, to describe it.
1: I, supernatural
0: mm-hmm. love.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that is, when we operate like that, that is amazing, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, but what we have to see is that we are linked. We are members of him so he can do whatever he wants through us. Sure. And it opens our heart to be humble, not just for what he can do through us, but to appreciate what, what he, he does through, through every, every other but, right, person. Right, what he's
1: doing in and through other people. That's because so now really it's annoying.
0: not about the vessel, it's about what's flowing through mm-hmm. the vessel.
1: It's honoring Jesus. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean you you don't really care, you know, if if you go somewhere to, to get your your little drink. You know, <laughs> I, to me, I I don't care if it comes out of the soda fountain or if it comes out of a, a can or a bottle. It's the drink,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And brothers and sisters, we got to get our eyes off of people and what? and ourselves, vessel. <laughs> and stop making the church into a platform to show off, mm-hmm. and let it become about Jesus being manifest in His body. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. honestly. That's really hard to to recover in any healthy way in public meetings nowadays. Mm-hmm. It, it usually it. has to be equipped in small groups, groups right. uh, informal settings.
1: Right. In the peripheral. That can be a bit mm-hmm.
0: more safe uh, for, for the saints. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm not trying to you know, say that every church is doing it wrong. No, usually they're just not doing it. And and probably the best place to start is going to be in home groups. Mm -hmm. Um, But we've got to get that vision for body ministry because it's Christ ministry. And here's here's what I think a lot of people are missing. We're trying to do Christianity with half of Jesus. Mm -hmm. We've only got the head Mm -hmm. functioning. (laughs) We're trying to each individually connect to Jesus, the head, Without actually allowing him to function through the body, right. and we we miss it, mm-hmm. and they were missing it in their personal fellowship. But it it was first he addressed it in the way they viewed ministry. Mm-hmm. I'm not of Paul's ministry. I'm of I'm of Apollos's ministry. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not of Apollos's mm-hmm. ministry. I'm of Peter's ministry. Well, I'm in Jesus's ministry, right? Mm. And Paul said, who's Paul? Who's Apollos? Who's Peter? We're nothing. Mm -hmm. It's God causing the growth. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's trying to get their minds off of people, off themselves. And the only way to do that (laughs) is to fix our eyes on Jesus. Jesus. So important. So important. But he had to do this in the face of, of all their mess-ups. Mm-hmm. So my my question is, you know, how are we responding to churches, Christians, that have downfalls and flaws mm-hmm. that are obvious to That's us?
1: That's a good practical.
0: Question. You know? Mm-hmm. It's so easy to criticize. So easy to judge. So easy to Gossip lambast. And, and, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I'm not a... Big believer, uh, or a or a follower, or even a fan of uh, Joel Osteen's ministry, mm-hmm. for example but he gets hounded by a lot Mm. of people and i think he's pretty much come straight out and said you know i am not an evangelist and everybody would say amen you're not i'm not even a great teacher amen you take scripture out of context all the time i'm pretty much an encourager and exhorter Mm. and i'm Mm -hmm. like you know he does a pretty good job of that apparently sure um Mm -hmm. but we judge uh we
1: want to lay him uh, up against an evangelist and i think he, Mm -hmm. he takes
0: a big hit because he's Pastoring the largest church he's in America, mm-hmm. uh, you know, lots of money involved. And I don't know, you know, maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe he's just a heretic. We should burn him at the stake. I don't know. I don't, um, but I don't but, know him that well. But sometimes I feel like, you know, we're, it's a good example of um, one gift judging another gift mm-hmm. by their own standards. Right. Like, you can't expect somebody who says, I'm not a great teacher to dot every I and cross every T like all the aggressive, you know, apologetic the, teachers. Teachers type do, to right. Do. Yeah, the detail oriented yeah. people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, prophetic people sometimes get lambasted because they'll see a picture of Christ in uh some aspect of scripture mm-hmm. and the and the teachers will be like you took that out of context that's you know and and it's like i saw jesus there mm-hmm, <laughs> you know i mean mm-hmm. it was a great picture like, like, for example i see uh, often like i'm reading through genesis now i mean it's really hard not to see a picture of jesus at the cross when abraham takes isaac and right. puts him on the altar exactly. and receives him back from the dead
1: mm-hmm. and there's a realm called in the
0: yeah it's really hard For me, not to see a picture of Jesus when Jacob clothes himself with Esau, Mm -hmm. puts the firstborn on and gets the firstborn's blessing. I'm like that, you know, he did it by deceit, but we got an awesome picture of Jesus Mm -hmm. in this whole thing. We get to put on Jesus legally, Um, you know, but there are teachers that would just, you know, chew me up one side down the other and say, you took that out of context. And I'm like. You know, for me, Jesus is the context. (laughs) If you look at the way that the New Testament quotes the Old Testament, Paul in 1 Corinthians even says, you know, God says in the law, don't muzzle the ox while he's threshing. Does this have anything to do with oxen? No, God doesn't care about oxen. He cares about us. He's talking about apostles. You know, mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. in teachers. And we're right. allowed to eat, eat and get the and get, get food right. for our work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you'd have asked Moses, Moses, does this have anything to do with the apostle Paul coming down the road 2,000 years ago? He says, I don't Who? think so. <laughs> <Yeah>. Who? <laughs> and, and so, yeah, take it up with Paul. Take it up with the Holy Spirit. I, I honestly mm-hmm. feel like sometimes we're pressing philosophies of Bible study and not mm-hmm. uh, interpretation and creating a little bit we're making things more rigid
1: than they have than to they be.
0: should be mm-hmm. um, But that said, just because you see like he said to them, you once were this. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified. Mm-hmm. He's saying they were they were. they
1: were all these horrible things, even yeah.
0: while that dirt Was that they were washed your, from mm-hmm. is now on their feet. He, he. But here's the cool thing: he addresses it. Right. He doesn't just say you, it doesn't matter. Right.
1: And if you stay in it and you pr- continue to practice it, then maybe you, then weren't, maybe really you weren't really washed. washed. Yeah, yeah. But but. You were washed. That's who you are. Yeah. you're a saint.
0: You're holy. And so this is the cool thing. He's like, he reminds him. Always starts off with, "This is who you are. This is what God's called you to. This is what Jesus has done in you." Now this doesn't fit that. Right. Now you can't you mm-hmm. that you can't do that anymore. Um, you know, for example, First Corinthians six. Uh, I love to quote First Corinthians six verse seventeen. It says, "Now he who belongs to the Lord mm-hmm. is one spirit with him." Mm-hmm. Do you know the context of that? You can't visit prostitutes anymore.
1: Oh, yeah, right. Your (laughs) body is a temple. That's right. Mm -hmm. So you you, don't join your temple. Exactly. You
0: can't take a member of Christ and join him to a prostitute. You would drag Christ into that. So, but the first thing he tells them: Listen, you belong to the Lord. And Christ's spirit is one with you. He go, He lives inside of you. You're joined to him. You're never separated. So how can you take Christ and join him to a prostitute? And now it becomes as unthinkable to them. Before, they didn't see it. They didn't see it that way. Sure, because like,
1: they're it's steeped in their culture. Yeah, Christ
0: mm-hmm. just dwells in my spirit. This is just my body. He's like, no, your body... is is possessed by the spirit Spirit. of Mm -hmm. Christ that dwells in you. Mm -hmm. Your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. The things you do, the things you say, whether you eat, whether you drink, whatever you do, do it as Mm -hmm. unto the Lord. See, I think they had gotten so spiritual with it that they didn't realize that there were practical implications. Mm -hmm. And Paul says as much. He says, look, I wanted to talk to you like you were spiritual. (laughs) You guys are are milk drinkers, right? Mm -hmm. Babies. So... Um, Paul had to adjust his ministry to be able to bring them along, mm-hmm. and uh, I think f- as long as you're a disciple maker, you're going to find yourself doing that.
1: Yeah, you know, you were talking about what do we do when we see something in somebody else, and I think a yeah. huge thing is um, is immaturity. You know, mm-hmm. we we uh, not you know one may judge another according to their gift, but then sometimes we judge another, and, and then just not at that place, you know, in maturity in Christ yet. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they don't know the Lord. Um, and judging them isn't going to help the situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, in order to mature, you you need to be taught and, and nurtured and discipled. In yeah.
0: It. Mm-hmm. You know, think of it this way. There was not a New Testament church that got a letter that um, didn't have something wrong with it. That mm-hmm. didn't have, Some doctrinal issues, behavioral issues, and a lot of times both. Mm -hmm. The the Corinthians, bless their hearts, they were the most messed up of all churches. But here's the cool thing about it. From church history, we know that they became a very strong and influential church Mm -hmm. for centuries after Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. um, uh, So they had some difficult starts, but Paul fought the good fight for For them. them. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't fighting with them, he was fighting for For them. them. And that's something really important Mm -hmm. to remember. That, you know, as much as you want people to see certain things and to change, people don't change by criticism and pressure. Mm -hmm. They're not inspired by that. You can't beat the sheep. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) You
0: feed the sheep.
1: Mm -hmm. You keep feeding
0: them. You keep blessing them. You keep watching over them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And eventually... They grow, they grow and they become, they, it registers, they see who they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Sometimes, you know, when we were raising our kids, when it came to discipline, we made a clear distinction between rebellion and childishness. Mm-hmm. Childishness was immaturity. They just didn't know. It's mm-hmm. part of them being
1: figure, at the to figure age they out. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
0: they have to figure it out. First Corinthians, they're dealing with childishness. Mm-hmm. This, for the most part, this was just totally not rebellion. The one case that it was rebellion was the the man the who, uh, yeah, who was sleeping with his father's wife, his stepmother. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul's like, everybody knows that's wrong mm-hmm. and the gospel does not excuse us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this for in second Corinthians thought. they restore the guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Paul's like, Man, you guys took this to Seriously. the hill. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's repenting, you know, left he, and right, begging to come back into the church. He's left his way immoral ways. Mm-hmm. Don't no. kill the guy, bring him back, back in, again. right? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it worked, it yeah, worked, it worked. It worked. You don't have to, you know, wait till he's dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um for this restoration because even then paul was saying you know we're going to hand him over to satan so that his spirit may be mm-hmm. saved and his bought his flesh would be destroyed mm-hmm. so apparently whatever discipline that, that that was was substantial enough um so wrapping it up here's the thing that's important uh, that i see in this whole thing is that in the midst of dealing with practical things paul's way of dealing with it was to reveal to them who they are in Christ, mm-hmm. to inspire that, to encourage that, and then to correct from that. Mm-hmm. But because that now place. you're not you're not trying to correct them into that, you know. But mm-hmm. you're actually standing in the Spirit and pointing out that's not the Spirit, that's not who you really are. Right. That's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. That's not the way we do things, mm-hmm. um, because you're not at that point. You're not speaking from a place of personal frustration or rejection.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there's no you gotta you've got to get rid of this so that you can become what you're mm-hmm. supposed to be. Mm-hmm. No, you already are that because of the finished work of Christ, because of who dwells in you. Mm-hmm. Now live that out. Right. Live that mm-hmm. out. So that mm-hmm. is. Uh, That's a lot to chew on. Mm -hmm. It has a lot of practical implications. Mm -hmm. Parenting, uh, every relationship, (laughs) disciple making, your attitude towards a church. Mm -hmm. Um, One practical application, just for marriage, for example, a lot of times that dirt accumulates you know, uh
1: <laughs> fights
0: that started when in your first year of marriage by the fifth years now becomes you, you always, always, you never, mm-hmm. right? And there's just accumulation. I tell people, you got to hit the reset button because you're seeing your spouse through the lens of that dirt mm-hmm. and you need to get back to seeing them how Christ sees them. So I just tell people, Take Ephesians chapter 1, chapter 2, and begin to declare that over your spouse. Father, I thank you that my wife is blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, that you mm-hmm. chose her before the foundations of the earth, that she is predestined mm-hmm. to be your adopted daughter. Uh, E- equal relationship with you equal value to you mm. as jesus christ himself thank you that you crucified all of her sin and that this is behind you and she's free by grace she is saved you raised her up and seated her with christ in heavenly places she's glorious in your eyes you know if you begin to do that it's gonna be really hard for you to hold a grudge you're gonna to start to see your spouse through Three. the eyes of the Holy Spirit, right. which is beautiful. Mm. You do that with your spouse, do that with your church, Three. do that with your pastor that's failing you, mm-hmm. do that with the people on that committee that were against you and pulled up and run around you, mm. uh, you know, and made you feel like they didn't respect you. All those politics stuff that mm. happens in church. Mm-hmm. We got to get rid of that, brothers and sisters. Um, when you're discipling someone and, All of a sudden, you know, they're, they're no longer being as faithful as they once were, or, you know, they're starting to talk bad about you to justify themselves to other Mm -hmm. people. You know, Paul, Paul Paul dealt with that. Paul got hurt by the people that he ministered to, Mm -hmm. uh, but he didn't get hurt. It hurt him, but right. you know he didn't let, walk around wounded offended. and offended. Amen. <laughs> so, anyway, brothers and sisters, thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining us. Uh, we hope this was encouraging to you, you and your walk, uh, to walk like a son and daughter of God. Uh, and. Uh, if you would like additional resources from us, you can check out our ministry website, fullspeedimpact.com. Just released uh, our my latest mm-hmm. book, uh, Deeper Daily. It's a 40-day devotional, uh, so check that out. That's available uh, through Amazon and uh, both paperback and Kindle version. Uh, meanwhile, we uh, release a, another podcast every Friday at noon. And so we look forward to seeing you again next week. Uh, So until we see you, continue to walk in the fullness of Jesus Christ and impact the world around you.